Hey, what's up, Friday Sharpeners? It's your boy Jeremy Piven here. Um, Australia, can you believe that I've never been? What am I thinking? I cannot wait to cross that pond to get into it. Keep crushing it, Friday Sharpeners. I don't know what it means, but it feels like you're sharpening things up and you're getting ready to crush it on a big weekend. I love it. Thank you, Mr. Ari Gold, and welcome to the Boss Hunting Podcast Friday Sharpeners. Season 3, episode 33. Oh, the big 3 oh, fellas. Exactly. Um, looking forward to starting a new season, to be Exciting news this week. You are now listening to the 51st most popular society and culture podcast in Australia. I mean, <laughs> we're kind there of we a go. big deal. There we go. How good. And this week we are presented in partnership with Maker's Mark, Legends, some the of the greatest bourbon whiskey in the world. Gary's being accosted by Chickpea as we speak as well. Yeah, he was chewing the mic wires. Oh, yes. Guys, I haven't introduced. I'm James Hunt, Jack Slade, Gary, Lou, and Juan McMahon. It's been a frantic day, Juan. so hence the franticness Juan McMahon. on the mic. It has yeah. been. We've got, we got a clogged toilet, which the plumber has just arrived. Has he? No, that's Ed. Oh, Ed. Ed. Unless you want to pay him 50 <laughs> bucks to put plunge the toilets. That's been fun. We've just done a daily. We've shot a campaign. Uh, I went and bought some stupid hats. And can I just say quickly, guys, I was just in the line at the uh, at the discount store. So we're talking like, you know, the Australian $2 shop equivalent, whatever, up on Oxford Street. Great selection of funny hats and costumes, though. I will give them a shout out for that. Um, <laughs> dead set seven or eight people waiting in the line. And there is a woman standing at the front arguing with the whoever the woman is. Uh, what, of $2 yep, correct, correct. Um, about why the uh, package for the Superman costume that she had f- uh, in her hand didn't say that it was a fleece Superman costume. And as we're coming into summer, uh, fleece is completely untenable, cannot happen, and are demanding her money back. Anyway, everyone's waiting in the line and they were having this full-on argument and I just said, excuse me. How Shut much, the fuck up. How much was your uh, Superman costume? She said, it was $20. And I said, sweet. Chuck an extra 20 on mine, give her cash, let's get this done. And she goes, <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> and I said, well, look, lady, like, people have places, there's, there's seven people here waiting to pay for their stuff. Everybody's got stupid hats, places to go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she. Oh, you 20 bucks to shut up. The guy in front of me said, I'll also pay for it if it hurries things up. <laughs> <laughs> she threw the costume in the package at the woman and right said, up. you can keep it, I'm reporting you. And ran out. And everyone was like, Thank God, let's get on with this. Like, there's <laughs> like a Hollywood moment. I and like I was it. Like, and there's I, literally a scene in Trailer Park where it was like, "I'll pay you twenty bucks to fuck off." Like, and, <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, look, I'm I'm here spending uh, what I spent forty one bucks on stupid hats, and a, I won't I won't give it away for the fellas tonight in case anybody listens. A couple of silly hats for tonight's event, and um <laughs> and everybody was just standing there going, "Who cares this much about twenty dollars? <laughs> actually, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. Like, I'm lit. I know it's been a hard year for some people, but crap." Christ, 20 bucks. Just middle-aged Karens with plenty of time just on their hands. The and, that's she, and that's exactly what it was. Yeah. And I was just like... Did she look like she was destitute or was she just a ah, professional I mean, woman? She just looked like a middle-aged Karen, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't... Nothing special. Like, you that's know, work, f- work for maybe. Yeah, some, <laughs> some people have, have big... Have no problems in their life, so they have to create problems for the sake of I it. I just... Yeah, I was... This guy in front of me was like, I'm just blown away by I'm that. I'm convinced there like, are people who get up in every morning. They go, all right, who's daily? How much trouble can I exactly. make today for yeah. no reason? Is she audacity Why? of this caucasity? On Interestingly... Maybe he gave her a reason to, to t- take a step back and be like, fuck, maybe I'm an, maybe maybe I'm I'm an idiot. idiot. Yeah. No, definitely not. They just got doubled down. That yeah, that's, true. <laughs> that's most likely. Funnily enough, I offered to pay for that woman's twenty dollar costume to get so she could get cash from the clerk at the store. Mm-hmm. And when she said no and ran out, 
I was like, oh, okay, whatever, save 20 bucks, not a big deal. Walked down the road on the phone, walked into <laughs> sandwich the shop. sandwich store and bought a $17 sandwich. And after, the guy, literally, the guy had gone, uh, special sandwich for James. I was like, brilliant, lunch, hands it to me. And I'm like, oh, I'm going out for lunch in an hour. So just, <laughs> wasted, just wasted 20 bucks. So <laughs> there was a steak restaurant as well. <laughs> yeah, to a steak restaurant and I got the Argentinian steak sandwich. <laughs> With that, Jimmy that 20 bucks was just destined to be spent yes. today. As soon as it came out of his mouth. If it, it was wasn't gone, that, it'd be something else. Maybe less safe. So yes, a little bit frantic this morning. But otherwise, we're here now. Indeed. Yeah. Ooh. That's the Aussie Avo. No, make his mark. What? <laughs> make his mark. I'm drinking a Maker's mark. John's on the Australian avocado beer. Tell me what it's like. I have been so hesitant to drink this all week. I just... In my PR keeps chasing me up. She's like, have you tried the avocado beer? I'm in like, my no. head. Avocado like, avo cream ale Before as well. I even tasted it in my head, I was thinking like, oh, it's just going to be like drinking like, I don't know, like avocado, like just like purified avocado or something. Like I didn't want to drink it. Does it does not and taste like avocado. It does not. Thanks, so, Gaz. Yeah. It actually does not taste quite strong. I went to an avocado farm in Guatemala once and um, I didn't <laughs> eat avocados like two years afterwards. I, just, I had like, so much avocado. I had avocado smoothies, avocado, like oh, everything. Yeah. And I was just like the taste, the texture. Oh, I just had a me. mountain culture... Um, oat cream IPA just before. Yeah. Everybody's been eyeing off my can vent looks, looks like a calendar. Of monster or something. This is a beer no evil session IPA. Uh, yeah, so can vent. Uh, yeah, can vent. We wrote an article about it and I was like, everybody needs to jump on this by the next morning. It was, yeah, allocation well was exhausted. I told we posted it, it was like, there's 20% left and sold out. Uh, great thing. Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting through that in December, helping my drinking Thank habit. you, booze. We actually got a nice message from a listener. Shout out to you, listener. Who said, your podcast is like a fine bottle of wine. It just gets better and better with age. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Nice compliment. That is a nice compliment. I think we might have six or seven listeners now. Yeah, that would be number eight, wouldn't it? Yeah, Yeah. I think think so. Certainly getting more confident. Things are flowing a lot more. Exactly. Exactly. Beautiful day again. We're about to go for a nice lunch. What's on for the weekend, Jamsy? Um, fuck! You're wrapping that up quick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lunch to get to. No, Wait, no we can do one more topic. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> it. No. We, we can I was one about more to say in. George Russell is. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, how about the crash? The Grosjean in crash the on Sunday. Like, um, I didn't watch the race. Um, that was a two a.m. race. I'm yeah, certainly so not watching it. Yeah, but wow, that was something to wake up to, wasn't it? I've seen. I've never seen a crash like that. Really? Not where someone's walked away. You see it in NASCAR and stuff when the car explodes into a fireball, but. Yeah, definitely it, not where someone's walked away. Interestingly, Grosjean attributed his survival to the, the halo as well. Yeah, it's just, that was 100% what it but was. But like... He would have taken his head clean off. The fence would have just gone yeah, he went through him. into the barrier and got wedged and stuck into the barrier and his head would have been... I thought he got out because 100%. like literally right behind his carbon seat, like the whole the whole chassis came off and he just like... They just pulled him straight backwards out of his seat almost. No, he, he got out himself. Oh, he yeah. did. Like, have oh. you not seen the video? I've seen the video, but I saw him like getting out, but I, th- I thought... That he, was, was, he was just engulfed in flames and the guy was spraying um, the fire extinguisher all over him. I thought he was just stepping out of where the back of the car was. No, no, like, no. He was just in his, in his safety shell. There's uh, all these photos of like the safety shell post-fire and it's like mangled, but it's just intact. Mm. You know the halo can you can balance a like a semi trailer on a, on a halo and it won't break. Yeah, it's titanium it and something in carbon fiber. Yeah, yeah. And like the technology that's gone into that halo in itself, let alone the whole car. Like these F one cars are already yeah. incredibly intricate. Had it happened five years ago, it'd have been dead. Oh, 100 percent. Oh, look at Jules. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know it's crazy. That would have been another fatality. That's now. I mean, and then and then they say they say the bloody marshal running across the track mid race. Like, yeah, so stupid. It was wild. Yeah. Wild scenes. Of course, the one race I didn't watch all year. Yeah, but I mean, as you said, well, it was opening lap, and then it was what probably like I don't know how much long it would have been. At least it'd be ninety minutes until 
at least 90 minutes until they, they reset the race. And then, yeah. Is there a two hour limit though on races? Yeah, I don't think if there's a red flag and a restart. Does that count towards the time I, or is it? No, I don't think it does. A bit of safety car laps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't, yeah, I think it's a complete restart. Oh, I was watching um, Arsenal lose to Wolves the other night. Fucking idiot. <laughs> and um, got up to do that and there was a head clash. And literally, there was 15 or almost 20 minutes added to the game. It was crazy. Really? Yeah, guy got, cool. guy got taken off. On. What of the longest time added to a game of football is ever? Yeah, it wasn't crazy. I think the game finished. It was a 6.15 kickoff. I was up and I think I was still watching it like 8.45. <laughs> it's like it's time, yeah. to, time to go to work. But uh, obviously, George Russell now, Lewis Hamilton has COVID. Mm. He's moved up to the big boy chair. Yes. Big opportunity for him. He's a little tall for the cockpit, apparently. Well, they were saying, yeah, I mean, obviously Lewis's car is built to Lewis and Lewis is not exactly the tallest guy in the room. And George Russell's quite lean and actually quite tall for an F1 driver. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's quite. It's about the max you can be six foot to be an F one driver. Yeah, yeah. Weber Mark was Weber's about six yeah. foot. Yeah, well, Weber when you you went in that F F one car, yeah, that was. I could do more it the um, more the the width and the height for James. I think. <laughs> Mate, I got in the car right. If there was a halo, he probably wouldn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> and they would make a seat to fit me in because they want to win races. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, big, big opportunity for for George. It'll be interesting. Um, you, my buddy Al messaged me this morning. He goes. I mean, if you were Grosjean, would you retire after a crash like that? And I was like, well, he doesn't have a seat in F1 next season, so he may as fucking well. Yeah. <laughs> he reckons he's like coming back for the last one. Yeah. If he gets cleared by medical, he'll be there at um, Abu Dhabi. I'd love to know what his fingers look like. It's apparently it's not bad. It's just the back, back of his hands. hands. It's just the back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Apparently he's... He Did you hear Verstappen post-race? Speaking of getting back in the seat, Verstappen mm. was like, if, if I had a driver, and I was a team principal, if I had a driver who didn't want to get back in the seat, he'd be gone. He'd never have a seat again. Yeah. And then also, after the race, Verstappen apparently was asked, oh, aren't you proud of Albon for coming third? And he's like, well, he, I beat him by 50 seconds, so no, I'm not proud of him. He didn't do very well. Verstappen's <laughs> a savage. He is a savage. Yeah. Brought up by his dad, obviously. He's a killer. A that's yeah. the same conversation we had. I got asked about that. Do you think Albon will have a seat? I'm like, I was like, it's just like constant. It's not from like doing really well. It's retirements and bits and bobs. Yeah, like yeah. it's not. Yeah, it just blows my mind. He's been constantly destroyed by Correct. his teammate. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe bump down with uh, Gasly. Do you reckon? Nah, Gasly won't go back up. Gasly's Red Bull won't. No, not four. I mean, with like he'll be You're with. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But they won't bring Gasly back up into the seat. They yeah. won't swallow. Kvyat's gone. Surely. No, I don't think he's actually been that bad. He hasn't, but he he's not going to. Not memorable. Well, beta. They're just going to move out with the old, in with the new. I, I dare say. Speaking of in with the new, Mick Schumacher. Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah it's great, it's, isn't it? It's a pretty tough spot to be in. I reckon. At Haas. No, just as Mick Being, Schumacher, as yeah, Michael oh, Schumacher's 100%. son. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So much expectation. If he has like two bad years in F1, he's just like, oh, you're never going to be anywhere near as good as your dad. And Haas, maybe not the not team. Not the best team. As a feeder team, yeah. unless, like, unless he wants to do one year, does all right, and Ferrari's okay, well, you're our guy now. I was going to say, it's surprising he didn't go to um to Alpha. So yeah. Get fed up through Ferrari. I was actually really surprised at that. I mean, Sauber. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Alpha Sauber. Or whatever it's Wait, called. I thought Alpha was already spoken for their seats for next year. That's, yeah, the, that's, they, that's they the idea, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, Kimmy's they going, going around again. Yep. I mean, really, like, I probably prefer to be in the Haas car, to be honest. Than the Sauber. Yeah, yeah true. Fucking piece of shit. Well, yes. Kimmy's race. What's Williams going to be called next year? Is there a name for it? I'm rocket Racing? No. Why isn't it, isn't it Racing Rocket something? <laughs> yeah, but Rocket are just, like, the major sponsor. Yeah, yeah well, if Williams aren't involved. Now, some private equity firm bought them, didn't they? From memory? Mm. Of course, racing points because it'll be called Aston. Aston. Yeah, Aston Martin. Mm. Yeah. Let's talk about something that is an F one for people who aren't interested in F one. Yeah. What else is there to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> um, content this week, Gaz. What was your favourite? 
What, what was your favourite banger well, from the um, week? Our favourite show, Entourage, is getting a yeah, spiritual that looked great. sequel. So the same creator, Doug Ellen, he's creating pretty much what is pr- essentially Entourage, but in the world of Premier League football. It's a, the, the, the synopsis is exactly the same. Yeah, so and how is Thierry Henry involved? Sorry? How's Thierry Henry involved? So he's going to be an executive producer, him and oh. his uh, longtime agent. They're going to be producing... Is it a story about Thierry Henry's life in London? Or? No, 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 no. So he's... Like he'll, ballers for the Premier League? So, okay. So he's like... He serves as like the Mark Wahlberg to this series. Like, okay. Yep. So he, he informs like what stories have actually happened in real life, you know, what yeah, okay. life is actually like yep. and so forth. And his agents there for the business side as well. Um, but the pilot episode is going to be directed by Matthew Vaughn, who you may know from uh, Kingsman. Kingsman. Yeah, yeah, the Kingsman director, franchise producer. It's a really odd style to go with for like a, for that sort of documentary style. Is it though? I don't know. Like, I mean, Matthew Vaughn's very stylized. I'm yeah, sure of course. A huge range of... But it's also, he's attached to direct the pilot because uh, the entire series is being produced by his production company Marv in the UK mm. um, and yeah it's, it's yeah I know it'll be definitely be interesting anyone that's seen Ballers it'll be like Ballers but more Entourage Ballers and you know The Rock <laughs> yes yeah. and with soccer I know The Rock on The Rock every time he does a post I'm like it's a it's a tequila brand. It's an ice cream brand. Like, I mean, do get paid a million for a post. What's, what's the rock worth? A B? A big B? Three hundred million. I think. No, I mean, more than that. I reckon he's. I reckon he's on a bill for sure. He, d- he didn't. He didn't make. No, he didn't make. He doesn't make a hundred million a year. Yeah, he does. Surely he makes like 80, 90. Current net worth. This is from one of those random net worth sites. Yeah. Three hundred twenty. Yeah. I see. But I reckon there's more than that. Yeah. He's the world's highest paid actor. He yeah. made 87.5 this year. Yeah. But what so I mean, what does he take from like look at these like it's more, it's more than 20 a movie. Under Armour. Everything. Oh yeah, that's true. Come on, Gary. WWE Get your net down. Yeah. You dog. I know. What if we just found out that he had like he has some mo- the, the most ongoing costs out of everyone. Like just all right, he makes 300 million, but Two hundred ninety nine goes to I don't know, cocaine. I don't know. <laughs> Are you talking about? Gary? <laughs> he definitely doesn't do that because he's the most. Rip- Maybe roids. Yeah. Surely be it. He's Surely he's assisted in some way. No, I think yes, he's Samoan. Yeah. <laughs> that's all the assistant. His blood can't be that big naturally. What do you mean? Oh, you can. He was. That, he was that. He was that. He was a beast. He was a beast when he was wrestling. I remember. I I was obsessed with The Rock when I was a kid. I used to read all his books. I loved him. My my favorite party trick. My parent when I was like five. He's like, "Can you smell what The Rock is cooking?" And I did the eyebrow and everything. I was a big Rock fan. I but watched. I never read his book, and he was like, "I'm pretty sure he alluded day. to the fact that he took steroids." Yeah, from memory, like that's a very but nutrition fifteen twenty year old memory. Nutrition's gotten crazy good these days, and when you're the highest paid actor in the world, you can afford. More like you know, he travels with a gym, he calls it the, the Iron Church or something. Yeah, he that. travels it's like a, a marquee. Chick oh, chickpea. Oh, put him down, he doesn't want to be there. He does. Speaking of good rigs, yeah, I, I for one don't have a good rig, but you, you know how much he eats too, right? He eats like 10,000 calories a day. Like, it's gonna happen. You just ruined my segue anyway. <laughs> no, swimwear. Thomas Mitchell, who writes for us, does features for us, wrote a piece on a power ranking of Australian swimwear. Mm. What do you what do you usually rock above the knee boardies? Fuck yeah, yes, nothing else. That's, that's it. What I think it's quite a uniquely Sydney thing, maybe Gold Coast thing as well. What, what? budgie smugglers? No, I mean I did when I up until thirteen. A thing or is it bogans and wankers? That's it. Do you, do you reckon bogans and wear kids? Bogans wear like below the knee boardies. 
No, not bogans. Backpackers. And bogans. And bogies. Okay. Mm. <laughs> and Americans. <laughs> Just reprobates, okay? <laughs> Is that your favourite word? Is that your word of the year? Reprobate? No. Oh, you've said I, it a lot. I don't know. Recently, Budgie yeah. Smuggler is for a unique individual, as and Thomas said, a real you, surf club kind of guy. You're either yeah a surf club kind of guy. You play NRL, or you have just something to prove to people that doesn't need to be proved, and that's yeah. a weird one. Like I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, it's strange. They, you know the guy in your group who's like. Who goes out of his way to be to like, wear budgies? Yeah, yeah. Well, usually have the and like for his bucks parties, like everyone wears budgies. No, it's like, it's either that, it's either they got a good rig, or they're just like that little bit sort of like Chunky. big teddy bear, barrel, barrel chested, kind of. and they're just like fuck it, I'm just gonna do it because it's adding to my personality. Yeah, it's I guess. a gag factor. Yeah, budgie smugglers, which sucks Cooper because up. it's like it's very big. The gag factor is 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 gone. It's, yeah, that's it's out. I know. Like it's unnecessary. You're trying to be the biggest guy in the room. And I don't mind it just a cheeky pair of speedos. You're actually going down to the pool, have a proper swim, but wandering around the beach in your, in your bloody budgie smugglers, your pattern budgie yeah, smugglers. Like, yeah, it's not for Pineapples me. on it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking lame. It does, <laughs> it, it does provide a more even tan, I'll say that. When do you get your fucking crotch out anyway? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was thinking, I mean, hey, there's hey. dust pouring out of it right now, guys. <laughs> I can see. <laughs> Sorry, Gary. <laughs> Um, the weekend next week what's happening anything cool coming up just uh, why fishing no that's not next weekend that's, that's the a week, weekend after, week after, week after. Week after yeah. I'm pumped two weeks to go fellas to go catching nothing is this our last cast of the year no we've got one second last. No, last one then last one's next week yeah next week last one yeah, yeah or should we, we end on, on a Friday. clean 30 we end on a clean 30 this yeah. could be the last one I was actually discussing with John earlier today is this the end of our podcast John said no Gary said no let's get James's instant reaction no. I said no as well. I, I was like, what, are you, what the fuck are you talking right, about? If we get <laughs> we have five this. messages on Instagram, we'll keep, we'll keep the podcast going. If we don't, we'll have, we'll have to think. The only reason I'd say we wouldn't stop doing it is because we didn't enjoy it, but I still enjoy it. We take a half hour out of the day, sit down, have a beer and chat shit. Like, it's it's a nice reprieve. It's a it nice has, yeah. Sometimes there's a bit of pressure to it. When we've got a busy day like today, it's like it's, it's a, a, podcast bit, a bit more of a pain in the ass. But most days, especially since- I'm really proud of the consistency, guys. Yeah. So How many have we done? A hundred? Over 100 uh, casts? 60? No, I think we've only done like 60. We hit the 50th podcast was like, yeah, I don't know, eight or nine episodes ago. Uh, which is, yeah, it's a pretty good effort, I yeah. think. Just something to, you know, add a bit of a, a medium to our... And we're the 50th Arsenal. most influential. No, not... In I can't place. believe we're only the 50th, to be honest with you. Well, I just chose a random category to put us in, so I'm not sure what category we... Really, what category do we sit in? Who knows? I, put, I was thinking shit arts talk. and culture. Is there a shit talk one? I think society and culture is fine. Yeah, because yeah, we cover so many topics. Like mm. We could have done entertainment or like sports or cars or... Automotive, yeah. Do everything. Yeah. A variety we talk, show. Predominantly talk about cars and watches, I find, on this With a Conan O'Brien's podcast. We talk about a lot of, of podcasts. Yeah. Mm. Is something that, if there's a topic that we have never touched, something that we haven't even... Yep, all right, right now. Rushed. Israel, where do we stand? <laughs> Not Israel. Okay. Um, if there's a topic we've literally never, never even brushed on at all in the last 60-odd podcasts and you want us to talk about it, just let us know. Actually, it's a, it's a good point you bring up, Israel. No, I don't know. they did <laughs> on the Iranian... Um, savage, isn't it? The head of the Iranian nu- nuclear program during the week. Apparently, yeah, like, it was a remote-controlled machine gun they the set room? up on the yeah. side and they stopped his car and just lit him up. They did it via... The Israeli Mossad. remote-controlled, like, 50-cal turret. Yeah, but I mean... Bruce Willis was doing that in the Jackal fucking 15 years ago. I mean, shit. Proper Hollywood stuff. That's that's Hollywood stuff. And then things out of ammunition, 
the cars have been sprayed with bullets and they just hit detonate and the, the car blew up. It was a bomb as well. Bullshit. It blew up, yeah. So there wasn't a single person on control. the ground. Someone planted it there probably like a day or two before. Drove the car in his roadblock. Yep. See you later. Crazy. Uh, like like genuine Hollywood stuff. Like yeah. The stuff you get in the movies. Um, yeah, I mean, they're savages when it comes to they just don't give a fuck. Israelis. Read up on it if you haven't read up. I've got an interesting point. I met a guy the other night uh, who was a British SAS um, soldier. Soldier. Uh, retired now. Anyway, he came out to Australia and he was telling me that his um, British pension, army pension, got like matched by the Australian Defence Force when he arrived. Is it like a, a treaty they have to take care of each other? He was like, and he was like, I was talking to him about it. I was like, "What are like? How? What are we talking?" And he's like, "He's like, oh, I woke up one day and like, there was a hundred and twenty nine thousand extra dollars from like the Australian Defence Force in my super or something." I was like, "What? What?" I was like, "What, what does that mean?" What the fuck? How does it work? Those pensions? Oh, I don't really know. I'd had. It depends on years of service. I'd had a few. Like whether you were like to be fair, I'd had and a few specialties wines. as well. But it was a, it was really interesting. He was like. Yeah, he was like, this has got to be wrong. And they're like, no, we recognise that service there, here as well. Like, and, and vice versa. Yeah, yeah, I was... It sounds like um, like the Defence Forces treat you pretty well. Mm. If you get high enough. I find it's quite uniquely British um, that you get like really... Guys who go to really posh, posh, posh schools, you're yeah. eating them with the world. It's like a, a rite of passage for a lot of them to go into the army as an officer and kind of command a... Do yeah, well, five years and then do five ten years and then go out into private equity or whatever. I mean, uh, the Windsors are a perfect example. Yeah, I knew a bunch yeah. of them that did that. Whereas in Australia, it's not really a thing. I don't. I think I went to school with one guy who is in the army. And he did that just to get it's his not, pilot license. It's for not free. held as as highly, I think, as it is over there, as prestigiously as it is over there. And a lot of the colleges over there, like the military colleges, are quite like well associated with certain academic, you know, colleges as well. So usually, mm. I mean, to be fair, you can go to Adfa down here as part of UNSW. You yeah. get you get a UNSW degree after being at Adfa. You've you also got to commit yourself to the army for the territorial army or something. How long's the commitment for? Five depends years. What, depends what role you sign up for. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. What's gonna be a I pilot think it's roughly. Point, I yeah. think it's roughly five. Yeah. Five years. I think that the hours, the the years you put into the studying, you have to put give pay back. back in service. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, you I mean, get a free degree. So there's a lot of really cool skills to be learned. You know, depending on what. I've, I've often thought doing. being a cop would be quite cool, mm. but then I was like, you don't get paid very well. You potentially die on the job everyone hates you she everyone hates you yeah true <laughs> <laughs> why else he cops so aggressive because they they I'm peaked not. in high school that's what no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong gary yeah, yeah absolutely not i played wrong. cricket with a couple of cops and they were always the most aggressive guys on the team like trying to bash people in with their bats and i'm like just calm down fellas yeah it's not good is it it's like they get just this power goes to their head and they're like we can do whatever we want yeah it's pretty crazy i got a, a mate who's a cop he's i think he's six months into it now he was at Border Force for four years. Reckons he took his gun out of his holster once and his co- his handcuffs out of his holster in four years at Border Force twice. Yeah. He was doing like home like raids on homes and stuff, yeah. like immigration smuggling and all that sort of stuff. And he said in the first week of being a cop in Redfern, yeah, he had his gun out like three times. He had four people in handcuffs, like you know, executed like six search warrants, like just. I think Everything he executed like four people <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. in that first in that first week. He did more than he did in four years at Water Force. It was like child's play. Yeah, my buddy's younger brother Mike is a cop, and um, yeah, he said something similar in the first couple of weeks. Like, had to go to some person's house and tell them that like their their child committed suicide. Yeah. Then they raided a like marijuana farm, like a 
bikey's marijuana farm the next day. Then, like, yeah, there was, like, an all-in brawl in a car park that he was a part of. Like, it was just, like... Yeah, it's variety every yeah, day, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't pretty be, cool. Yeah, it wouldn't be a plain existence, that's for sure. You'd have some stories. So he'd become a paper pusher. Yeah. Well, for every, for every, you know... Everything you do, you have to file out For every 10 lot. minutes of work, which might be, like, going to a domestic violence, like, report or something and putting someone in handcuffs and, like, that's three hours worth of work. Yeah. So, like... You know, when you do get stopped by a cop for whatever, or they, you know, you might be let off something. They want they want to let you off because they don't want to have to do the paperwork because it's three hours worth of their time. We'll never get let off, <laughs> fellas. It's gonna be a short podcast this week because we're running late. No, no, lunch. I agree with that. Um, you don't need lunch anymore. You can just stay here and keep casting because you've eaten your <laughs> steak sandwich. No, I have got a few bites. It was <laughs> bloody. It was it was lean today that sambo yeah. as well. So not to worry. But I do want to take the dog outside before we go. All right, thank you for listening to Season 3, Episode 30. If you want this podcast to continue, please hit us up in the DMs. Much appreciated, at BHOfficial, if you aren't an Instagram follower, which would be weird if you weren't. Um, would be weird. But thank you for listening, as always. Fellas, enjoy your weekend. Gaz, you getting wrestling any boys this weekend? <laughs> yes, some some big boys, some small boys, all yeah. sorts of boys. Yes, <laughs> That's good. Um, <laughs> also, quick shout-out, uh, one of our guys... Brad, who does some freelancing for us, wrote an article. I published it today from his mate, a Hungarian dude who cycled from Hungary to India, 13,000 kilometers during a global pandemic. He got stopped at the Pakistani border, put into a, a Pakistani jail for a month, got let go, given to the Indians, and then went to India. And they were like, oh, you're European, you have COVID. And they put him in forced hotel isolation for two months. And he tried to escape and everything. And he wrote the whole story and it's on BH. So read that this weekend. Uh, Guess what else is also on BH going live today? Thomas Mitchell interviewed James O'Connor for a very interesting piece about James's spicy new life changes. Oh, and gift guide today is up as well. 52 gifts. Check it out. Anyone you could possibly want this Christmas. Get it done. Get it. Let's get it. Let's get it up. All right. <laughs> Let's do Let's it. Get Ciao. This bread. Bread.